0: Welcome to Rise and Thrive with Sam. I'm your host, Sam Jones, a women's online health and fitness coach bridging the gap between building your dream body, optimizing your health, and finally taking control of your life so that you can become the best version of you. I've helped hundreds of women do just that, and it's time to share my tips, tricks, and industry-leading secrets with you. So let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another episode. I am so happy to have you here, and I cannot believe that we're midway through November. Where does the time go? It's wild. I feel like 2023 just started, and it's already coming to a close. I don't know if you guys feel that way, but I feel like I blinked, and we went through the whole year. So I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of a sneak peek of what's upcoming for the next couple of weeks as we close out 2023 in terms of the podcast. And I'm so excited to announce that we're going to be doing double episodes in December. So we're going to be doing two a week every Tuesday and Thursday instead of just on Thursdays. And we're going to be focusing on holiday and new year topics because I want you guys to go into the holiday season feeling prepared, like you have everything under control, even though it is a crazy busy time that you don't feel like you have to put yourself on the back burner and restart everything in January. And then I want you to also go into the new year feeling prepped, refreshed, having a plan and knowing exactly what you want to accomplish. So we'll do some holiday episodes, we'll do some New Year prep episodes, and I'm excited and hope you guys find as much value and enjoy them as much as I've enjoyed recording them. But for today, we are covering the topic of undereating versus eating in a calorie deficit. And I really want to clarify the difference because I think that it can be really confusing for people when they are constantly hearing that they need to be in a deficit for weight loss but at the same time hearing that you need to eat more to be successful with weight loss. And I totally get how this can sound like a contradiction and be overwhelming and make you just be like, I don't understand, right? How can you be in a deficit and be eating less, but also be eating more to achieve weight loss? So before we dive into that, I do wanna take a little bit of time to explain some basic principles of our metabolism that are gonna help you understand how this all works. So we all have something called a BMR, which stands for basal metabolic rate, and this is how many calories your body burns at rest. It's calculated based on things like your age, your weight, your height, the amount of muscle mass you have on your body, And it's the baseline amount of calories that your body needs to function properly with no movement factored in at all. So if you were to just like veg out and lay in bed all day long without eating, without moving, anything, this is the amount of fuel or calories your body needs just to survive and to function. And then we have another number total, which is called our TDEE, which is your total daily energy expenditure. And this is made up from your BMR, so that total we just talked about, plus all of the calories that are burned from any type of movement going on. So this includes intentional workout movement, right? So getting your butt to the gym, crushing a workout, if you're doing a cardio session, if you go for an intentional walk, anything like that, as well as all the little movements in our day-to-day activities, like getting up and walking to the bathroom, washing dishes, picking something up off the floor. It also includes the calories burned while your digestive system is moving and you're digesting the food that you eat. So digesting your proteins, your fats, and your carbs, all of these combined is the total amount of calories your body needs for a complete energy balance. And this is the amount of calories that you should be maintaining your body weight at if you are meeting that energy balance. So that's why it's called maintenance calories. I don't want to overgeneralize because everybody is unique and everybody is different, but for most women, the theoretical maintenance calorie number is 2000 calories or beyond. Now there are some exceptions with this. If you are very short, you're very petite, or you have a very sedentary and active lifestyle, then the amount of calories that you're burning total for the day might be a little bit lower than that, but that's just kind of like the generalized average. And moving into chronic under eating versus intentional calorie deficits and understanding that. So those who would be classified as an under eater would be people who are eating well below that TDEE or maintenance amount of calories for a prolonged period of time. And if you're like, Sam, how am I even supposed to know what that number is? You can go out to the internet and calculate this using a TDEE calculator. It's not going to be perfect or 100% accurate. It is based off of a calculation taking into consideration, like I mentioned before, things like your weight, your height, your activity level, your age, right? But this gives you a, a generalized idea. And then if you go and track your food of how you're eating now, if you find that your daily calorie amount is well below what that number is that that calculator gave you, then chances are you're under eating. And for most women, it tends to be well below that TDE amount. Most of the women that I have experienced working with, when we start, we always do a nutritional audit and a deep dive assessment into their nutritional habits. And a lot of the time, the women that I'm working with, they're eating sometimes even below 1,000 calories a day, but usually the range is from 1,000 to 1,500. That is most common that I see. So if most women's maintenance calories is somewhere around 2,000 calories or beyond, and most of them are eating 1,500 calories or below, you can see how there's a gap there, right? And this can be intentional from you know trying to lose weight for a long time without taking a break from that always being in the diet culture and just kind of going through these cycles of restriction or it can be unintentional right and the lack of food consumption can come from this cycle of just being really busy and preoccupied then you skip meals and then your body adapts to that and you no longer feel hungry so you consistently eat less because once you start doing something consistently your body's really smart it will adapt to support that so if you start eating not eating breakfast for weeks at a time, you're 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 not going to wake up hungry anymore, right? Or if you're not having lunch every day, you're not going to feel hungry during that midsection of the day. And then you're probably only going to be eating one or two meals a day. And this is where we get into some really hot water. And the idea that gets confusing of you need to eat more to lose weight comes in for two specific reasons. Reason number one is because after eating such low calories for so long, The metabolism has downregulated and adapted, so making your new total daily energy expenditure or your total calorie burn and baseline of calories that you're functioning off of, meet what you've been eating, what that intake has been. So using the numbers I gave before, if your theoretical maintenance calories are 2,000, but you've been eating 1,500 or below for the last six to 12 months, your body's no longer burning 2,000 calories a day, Regardless of what your activity level is, it's downregulated to match what you've been feeding it so that it can function with what it's been given. And it does this by slowing the bodily functions down. You'll see this pop up with poor digestion, brain fog, feeling tired all the time, stopping unnecessary bodily functions like losing your period, right? We don't need a period to survive, And because you have low energy and you're more tired, you won't have as much energy to push yourself in your workouts. Therefore, your workouts won't be as effective, so you won't be burning as many calories in your exercise you'll burn less calories because you won't be fidgeting and moving around as much because you'll be more tired. You'll notice that even just your your energy from a standpoint of like your mindset and your your aura is like less of a get up and go kind of vigor. It makes you less likely to want to get up and do things overall due to fatigue, so you're going to be moving less, which means that you'll be burning less. And metabolic adaptation Is also problematic for a lot of women because their Monday to Friday routine is eating very little, especially during the work week when you're stressed, you got a lot on your plate, you're busy, or you're preoccupied, and it's easier to kind of suppress that appetite. And then when the weekend comes around between eating convenience foods that tend to be more calorically dense, snacking on random things because you don't have as much on your plate, you're not distracted with work all day, right? You're just kind of like at home or hanging out. It's easy to go to the fridge, the cupboard, and grab things. And indulging on social outings, a lot of the time we go to social outings on weekends, whether it's going out for dinner, it's bridal showers, baby showers, birthdays, you know, whatever it might be, the calorie consumption can add up really quickly and go way up compared to what you're eating during the week, then now putting you in a surplus from what your maintenance calories are normally. And then you gain weight really easily, right? So this is why a lot of the time people are like, I don't understand, I barely eat anything. And then on the odd day, I'll like try to have some balance and enjoy a little bit and I'm putting on three pounds, right? And it's just because of the disbalance and the dysfunction in your, your Monday to Friday and weekend eating habits because your metabolism has down-regulated from what you do most of the time. And then reason number two why... This gets us into some hot water and this idea of now you need to start eating more to lose weight is because when you're chronically under eating, your body hasn't been able to receive the fuel that it really needs to function optimally for a long period of time. So this causes a stress response in your body. It's like, I am stressed the F out. So having prolonged high stress levels in the body will lead to things like inflammation, bloating, issues with insulin management, which can then cause weight gain, cravings, which can then stimulate you to eat more, right? And not be able to stop, stuff like that. So now you're stuck between a rock and a hard place because not only do you not probably feel like crap, you know, actually with that being said, sometimes you don't even realize how crappy you feel because you've been stuck feeling that way for so long. And it takes for you to actually get out of that funk and see the flip side of how you could be feeling to realize how awful you were feeling for so long. This happened to me when, you know, I was in a period of time before I was taking my health goals seriously. I was drinking a lot. I was eating a lot of fast food, takeout, uh, Uber Eats was like my most used app. I wasn't sleeping properly. I was working, you know, in the entertainment industry. So I was doing a lot of promotional events, doing bottle service. And I felt like absolute dog poo. But because I was just so used to being a bloated, inflamed, tired, hot mess. That just felt like it was my normal, right? And we go through these motions where we don't really realize how crappy we feel because it's just the norm. So like I said, it takes for you to pull yourself out of that to really realize how much better you can feel. But with that being said, once you're maintaining your body weight and operating off a certain maintenance baseline that's so low, you literally have nowhere to go from there but up, right? Right? Like if you're consistently eating 1300 calories a day and you've been doing that for the last year, it's like, how do you physically put yourself in more than a deficit than that? Like if that's now become your new maintenance calories and that's what you're operating off of, you're literally maintaining your current body weight on that. You've plateaued. You're not seeing any weight loss on those calories. There's actually nowhere to go other than to bring your calories back up because you know, what are you going to do? Put yourself in another 500 calorie deficit and bring yourself down to 800 calories a day. Like, obviously that's not sustainable. Even if you were to make the wild decision to do that, you might see a little bit of physical progress right off the bat, but it's going to be really short lived and put a really negative impact on your health, which will also put a really big roadblock in your results. So now you can understand the idea of needing to eat more to be able to lose the fat that you want to lose and why staying on this hamster wheel of low calorie eating long term isn't the answer, right? Which brings us into getting more specific with the deficit. For successful and sustainable fat loss, the idea is that you're taking your TDEE number, that number that we found at the beginning that you should be burning, right, from how much you are moving in a day, your digestive calories, and what your body needs to function, and that you should be eating year-round as your maintenance amount, and then withdrawing calories from that number for your deficit. And a standardized deficit, again, Like this is not me telling you exactly what to do because every case is different. And when I work one-on-one with people, we come up with specific protocols that are going to be most supportive of the client. But a standard deficit is 500 calories or 20% from your maintenance calories. So if you're currently under eating right now, like let's say you do a little check and you track for a week and you're like, damn, I'm under eating. I'm way below what that TDE number should be. That means you need to bring yourself back up through a restoration phase or a reverse diet to what your maintenance calories should be. And then sit there for a while, chill out, relax, enjoy life a little bit before going back into a deficit. If you're somebody who's already eating at that healthy maintenance calories, you've been doing so for a long time and you've been maintaining your current weight on those calories and all other lifestyle factors are in check then you should be fine to head into a fat loss phase utilizing a deficit. So as an example, if your baseline amount of maintenance calories are 2,200 a day, you've been eating 2,200 calories a day for at least three months, and you want to focus on fat loss, intentionally dropping down your daily caloric intake to 1,700 for a specific that loss phase period of time should yield very good results assuming that everything else is in order like your workout intentionality is there your nutritional quality is there your sleep and recovery quality is there your stress levels and stress management is there you're getting your steps you're getting your water in all that good stuff then you should see good results starting at a healthy maintenance and bringing your calories down into that deficit And you also need to remain patient. Guys, progress is not linear. You will not see a large scale drop every single week. And so many people I see get impatient and then just immediately wanna throw on more protocols to get to that next step. They see a stagnant weigh in for one week and they're like, that means I automatically have to do more and add in extra cardio or drop the calories right off the bat again. And this can do more harm than good because you'll max out the tools available to you in your fat loss phase quickly, which will bring on a plateau faster. Using something called minimum effective dosage is something that I like to do with clients, which is using the smallest amount to optimize the best results in the fat loss phase. This is going to be more beneficial because it allows you to still have levers to pull on later on, to make sure you're able to get continued results when you have a plateau. So to explain this further, I'll give a quick example. If you jump right off the bat into a super large deficit and doing cardio five days a week, on top of your weight trading, sure, you'll probably see a lot of change like right off the bat, but you're gonna plateau quickly. And then once that plateau hits a couple weeks in, You're going to have to have much more drastic protocols to be able to see that continued change because you've limited options left and it's not going to be sustainable, right? If you're already doing cardio five days a week, you're training four or five days a week, you're already eating in a deficit, like chances are you're starting to get tired already, right? So to bring in a sixth, a seventh day of cardio or make those cardio sessions even longer, adding in weight training, bringing calories down again, like that's going to put a really big damper on how you're feeling. It's not going to be sustainable for you to uphold. Whereas if you start with a smaller calorie deficit, smaller additions in your program to cardio, you'll still see change, but it'll just be more sustainable and you'll have more options as you move through the protocols in the program to intensify them over time, making them more realistic to stick to. And you're gonna have less of a chance of hitting a plateau as quickly. And it's also gonna be something that isn't as miserable for you to live through, right? If you're in this like super drastic, insane protocol for your entire 16 week fat loss phase, like you're probably not gonna be able to live very much and you're not gonna be a very happy camper. So remembering that it takes time and patience is really important in this entire process as well as understanding, you know, when is the right time to start a fat loss phase and when is the right time to end it. And I think something that's really important to touch on in this entire, you know, overall topic is, yes, the deficit is important. People place so much emphasis on the deficit when it comes to talking about fat loss and getting your dream body and hitting your goals, but not very many people talk about what comes after, right? Having a plan on how to get yourself out of that deficit in the best way to to be able to optimize keeping your results as much as possible. You don't want to put in all this hard work and feel like you just worked your butt off to achieve this fat loss result just for a giant bounce back to come and you to feel like you gained it all back right because you don't have a strategic plan on how to get out of your deficit or worse you stay in your deficit forever because you think that you have to to be able to maintain those results And like we just talked about, unfortunately, the deficit doesn't stay the deficit forever. You're going to metabolically adapt. That's going to become your new total daily energy expenditure, your new maintenance calories. And then you're going to be back at square one of what we started talking about in the beginning, right? Where you're kind of stuck in this rock and a hard place of like not knowing where to go and being super stressed out and not eating enough to begin with. So having a strategy of post diet protocols is really important when you have a fat loss goal and you're going into a fat loss phase you kind of can't just be like all right I hit my fat loss goal sick peace out like I'm good now it's like no you need to get yourself back to maintenance properly so that you can live regularly. Like people should not be living in their deficit year round. People need to be living at their maintenance calories year round. And then you play with that to increase into a surplus or into a deficit as needed for more specific goals for specific time periods, whether you want to do a build or you want to do a fat loss phase. So ladies, I hope you found this helpful to understand a little bit more about the difference between undereating and being in a calorie deficit and the tensionality behind these, and maybe gave you some clarity around the next steps for you in your fitness journey, depending on where you're at right now. And if this is something that you need help with and you really want to have more of a customized approach, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. My DMs are always open. We can chat and see if coaching would be a good fit for you. Or even if not, I can just give you some pointers and give you some more direction that is more specific to you. And if you found this episode helpful, please leave me a rating and review on whatever platform that you're listening to. As always, I'm so grateful for you guys tuning in and sharing your time with me. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I'll see you guys in the next one.